all together. Hello and welcome to Covert Castaway. I'm Holly. Je suis Stéphane. Join us as we share what we learn and how we're making the transition to liveaboard cruising. I'm so excited to talk to you, Tom. Tom is my neighbor, and we met uh, through another neighbor and um, then got introduced. Where did we meet? At the dog park? On the way. On the way to the dog yeah. park. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So Tom has the best job in the world. You get to blow up sales for a living. Uh, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to talk about that today. Um, actually, Tom works at North Sales. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about what you do. Yeah, so I am the uh, materials engineer at North Sales here in uh, Minden, Nevada. So I do a lot of qualification testing on the materials used in the sales, specifically for the 3DI process. So cool. So we went down, I think I mentioned in an earlier podcast, we went down to the, we didn't know we lived next to the Minden facility, which is one of the biggest, what do, you, what do they call it? Uh, Production. Lofts. Uh, what do you call it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, there are tons of lofts for North Sales all around the world. They're kind of really only two production facilities. So here in Minden, and uh, we have a sister plant in Sri Lanka. Cool. Yeah, so we uh, went down there, and we checked it out, and my mind was completely blown away how cool that facility is and all the stuff you do there from the the very beginning of, of actually making the materials that go into the sale, and mm-hmm. then you have this whole, like, robotic thing going on. Yeah, the tape heads. It's so and, cool. Yeah. And then, and then for 3DI, you put it on the mold, I guess, on mm-hmm. the hydraulic tables and all yep. this stuff. So... Mm-hmm. What we're hoping to do since we bought 3DI um, sales is to go down there to the facility and actually film it. Um, but anyway, so since we're now friends and you guys were hanging out, I was like, hey, can you you know, talk to me a little bit about what you do for the podcast? So that's why we're here. So how did you get into it? Like what made you think you wanted to go into the sale business in general? Like where did that come from? So... Yeah, kind of a little bit out of the blue. I do not have really much sailing experience. I've been sailing on Lake Tahoe, but that was more of a drinking experience than sailing experience. (laughs) Um, But uh, I was a physics major in college uh, with a material science concentration. Then I worked in the semiconductor industry for five plus years. Uh, And then I was living here on top of Kingsbury and kind of saw a job opportunity at North Sales and was really surprised to see sailboat sales made in the desert. In the desert. (laughs) So strange. And it fits really well with your lifestyle, which is a lot of snowboarding. Yeah. Yeah. It works out fine. (laughs) Yeah. So so if you do get a physics major, there is a dream job for you in (laughs) in a place like Tahoe where you can also pursue your dreams. Yeah, exactly. So you hooked up with those guys. And Mm. how did it start? Um, Yeah, met Pear, uh, Pear Anderson, who's actually a world famous sailor. We met Um, him on our tour. He actually gave us the tour. Yeah, Yeah. Pear's awesome. Yeah. Uh, He's a badass. So yeah, I actually met him through a mutual friend that... uh, is also from Virginia. We're originally from Virginia Mm -hmm. and kind of knew him, uh, and ended up getting the job. And what did he, what did he say? Like, Hey, come down and blow up some sales. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, no, actually, uh, 
he said, come down and try to break some material. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. That's better. Yeah. 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 Um, so what is that like? What do you, what do you do every day? So I guess there are, uh, kind of two different a- major aspects of the job. Uh, one is quality side and one is R and D. So, uh, you know, one big part of it, especially these days is quality, especially with the supply chain issues that are going on everywhere. Yeah. We've had to look for various suppliers, uh, and qualify new material. That's all well and good. R and D is always more fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so that's, that's the part I always enjoy more. Uh, and that's kind of making new tapes, working with the designers to kind of come up with, yeah, new, new tape layouts and whatnot. New techniques um, and methods or mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Uh, new materials as well. Uh, there's a big in- initiative in North sales to move, uh, for, you know, towards more greener materials, more greener processes. Oh, really? oh, uh, cool. so there's a lot of testing and things going into that. So hopefully in the future, there'll be some more, uh, things coming out. Cool. Um, and so, you know, when we were first thinking about 3DI sales, besides the fact that they look really badass, <laughs> um, you know, they're, they're, they're supposed to hold their shape better, have a more beautiful sale, you mm-hmm. know. Um, so what's the philosophy behind that, like, as you've been involved with with that kind of design? Yeah, so uh, in my opinion, the the 3DI technology is, is the most optimized technology. Uh, you're getting a an absolute maximum of the high modulus fibers with a minimum of the adhesive. There are no films. Um, it's pretty well optimized to be the best sale it can be. The other aspect of it is that it's pretty much fully customizable, right? So that second part of the process you were talking about, that's uh, tape heads. So those things can lay down our unidirectional tapes in any direction, any number of plies. Uh, and that allows us to really customize each each sail for the sailboat itself and for the needs of it. You know, because we make sails for different reasons. We make sails for uh, cruisers or for the America's Cup or for super yachts. And we were there and we saw the biggest sail I'd ever seen in my life. Yeah. Those super yacht sails are insane. I mean, the the cleat was like, I don't know, like a foot thick or something. Yeah. It looked like it was amazing. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah. They have to uh, to do the finishing on that, which I'm not too involved on the finishing side, but uh, walk by them and they're just taking heavy duty drills and, you know, uh, jigsaws to it to do the really? cutting on it. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And one of the things that we were kind of thinking about when we were deciding on North sales versus a different, uh, sale, mm-hmm. sale manufacturer, um, is the delamination. Mm-hmm. And so you've probably been involved in a lot of the testing and stuff for that. Can you talk about that? Yes. Um, so yeah, that's actually a big Not that part. happened with your sales, but with hap- what happened to people. So, oh yeah. With yeah, guys, yeah, so. exactly. Um, well, I mean, that is something that we, really don't want, right? That's right. the worst case scenario. If your, your sail starts delaminating, basically falling apart. It's terrible. The water. Yeah. So that's where we're, uh, that's a lot of our testing. We do, uh, what we call peel testing for that. And we have worked with our suppliers to optimize our adhesive, 
Um, and we have very strict qualification standards mm-hmm. for that. So what do you do to test, test that kind of thing? So, uh, yeah, the peel testing itself is we, we take this, uh, the unidirectional tape that we were talking about, the 3DI tape, and we laminate it. And then we'll uh, utilize a tensile testing machine. What's uh, that? Uh, so it's a machine that basically will pull things apart or push things together okay. and tell you the exact strength uh, needed to do that. Okay. That's cool. So, um, so in going through that process, um, they have some kind of standard or something they set for Mm -hmm. making sure everything goes out. Um, so is that something that's done on every sale or it's just done on the materials when, when you're trying to kind of develop the sale? So we don't do it on the sale itself because each sale is made custom, but we do it on the material as it comes out of the uh, the Prager. Okay. So it's done on the same material, but, uh, the sale itself is, is using that same material. So, cool. so what are the 3DI sales made out of anyway? I know pair was telling me and it went so fast mm-hmm. right over my head. Um, so yeah, just what are the different, cause yeah. I think you can pick, right? Like there's different things you can choose or is it, is it custom to the person buying the boat or is it custom to the boat? Uh, That's a lot of questions I just (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's, uh, well, I guess custom to the person buying the sale, I would say. Um, There are several different product lines. Basically, we have four different fiber types. We blend those fibers uh, for various applications. But the four different fiber types are carbon fiber, Aramid, which uh, brand name is Kevlar. Kevlar, okay. Um, Dyneema, Dyneema, which is yeah. also a brand name, and then polyester. And so we, in general, yeah, so it's it's in general a blend of uh, those fibers in various quantities, depending on the application. So I think he was explaining that the, like the racing boats, mm-hmm. they get more carbon. Yeah. And mm-hmm. less Kevlar or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And, and yeah, so carbon is really high modulus it can be a little heavier but uh can have worse uh fatigue strength so basically over time it won't perform as well but right off the bat it's the best you can get which isn't great for cruisers exactly if you want to sail you know in the america's cup what they're going to use a sail how many times yeah um but if you're buying something for a cruiser you're going to want it to last Two yeah. to five years. I, I don't really know. Well, you could tell me. Than that. Yeah, you could tell me. <laughs> so they put less carbon and more Kevlar, right? Or um, or just well, a mix. Kind of. Yeah, it's it's a general blend. The the Dyneema's a big factor. Dyneema is very durable, so that uh, really helps with longevity. Mm-hmm. On the flip side, Dyneema has a shrinking tendency once it's fatigued, so it will start to lose its shape slight, slightly. Mm-hmm. Aramid, on the other hand, is very strong, has uh, good resilience, but uh, can degradate in UV light more. Mm. So there are kind of some pros and cons. Yeah, there there are pros and cons to each, and that's where you kind of make a balance of that. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of. I mean, it's like with boat, but anything regarding boats is always a trade off, Mm -hmm. and that's definitely what we were learning across the board. And then with sales too, you know, you want the nice these nice sales, but you know, you want them to be durable. So, mm-hmm. you know. And then we have like different exteriors we can put on that. But then if you want a more durable exterior, then it's going to weigh more and right. blah, blah, And then blah. weight's a thing. Yeah. Blah, yeah. Blah, 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 blah. 
Cool. So what's it like to work at North Sales? I mean, the, it's just an amazing facility. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. It's uh, great people, you know, great community here. Do you get to meet a lot of boat cruisers and boat people or is we just, is uh, it us just being fanboys? Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, it's less than you would think. Uh, a lot of people don't make the trip out to Minden to see, see it done, but, uh, yeah. Cool. And then, um, you said that you took a recent trip to Sri Lanka. Mm -hmm. That's another facility you guys have. Yeah. So how do you split the work between the different facilities? Mm -hmm. So, so the main difference between, uh, Sri Lanka and Minden's, uh, products are generally size. Sri Lanka will take on the, uh, somewhat smaller sales. They generally have a higher volume than Minden. So mostly the bigger, the bigger boats are the bigger boats, the super yachts, the higher class racing sales are done here in Minden uh, versus kind of the smaller ones are done in yeah. Sri Lanka. And we had to get special permission to get our sales built here in <laughs> Minden because, you know, we're a small boat. Oh, it's compared not that small. To, it compared, looks nice. <laughs> compared, compared to like some of these big sales. I mean, I'm not joking. I don't know how big these, how big are these? Uh, I think what do you call them? Uh, like the super yacht sales? Yeah. But what, what's the table that you call with the, the finishing you, floor or the molds? The molds. What do you mm-hmm. call them? Just the molds. The molds. Okay. Mm-hmm. Gonna- it's just so big. And we were there and some guy was like, would he have a heater or he was like hanging over it? Yeah. So they use a, uh, it's a hang gliding bag and what they do for that. So what we call uh scarf our, our sails together, uh, the tape heads can make smaller panels, which are then put together on the molds, uh, and joined then, to do that, they need to kind of get over it with a iron and kind of work out all the creases. Mm-hmm. And so they util- utilize a hang gliding bag, which is That's pretty so cool. To cool. Watch. So they're like hanging over it like Mission Impossible, yeah. kind of trying to. <laughs> and so I think I think what scarfing is is um, where you lay the tapes sort of o- over each other a little. Yeah, bit. so they kind of taper the whole tape layout so mm-hmm. that when it lays over, there's no variation in thickness mm-hmm. throughout the. So can you just step us through, I mean, we're kind of jumping around in different parts of the manufacturing. Maybe can you mm-hmm. just step us through like the biggest steps? Yeah, the main the main yeah. steps. Yeah, so we start out uh, what we call our pregger process. Not a good word. No? No. <laughs> Pre-preg? <laughs> Pre-preg. Pre-preg is, is kind of a general composites because we we consider ourselves soft composites. Okay. Um, and pre-preg is kind of a general word that's used throughout uh that industry. industry. You first start with uh, fiber, right? Raw fiber. Uh, We use a special proprietary process to uh, spread that fiber out. What that does is uh, ideally make a mono layer of these very, very fine filaments that are part of that fiber. Okay. So let me translate for a minute. Yeah. So when we were there, it it looked like there was these raw threads. Mm -hmm. Um, that were kind of not fully pulled out yet, mm-hmm. right? They're, it was kind of like bunched up materials. Yeah, yeah, it comes in on a spool. Yeah, mm. and then you pull them, you like pull this, th- pull them through the machine to kind of spread them out, and then put them on tapes, right? Yes, is that what you do? Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's the pre-preg, or pre- mm-hmm. we call it the preger. The preger. Mm-hmm. Okay, so so that creates the tapes that you then combine together, right? Correct. So you might have one tape of this and one tape of that Kevlar and one of Dyneema. 
Or a mix? Uh, it's a blend okay. in general. Okay. Each tape can be a blend of, of multiple fibers. Okay. And these tapes, as I understand it, they're, they're specific to the sale. So mm-hmm. y- you don't have like, you know, this whole warehouse of tapes. They're actually created for, you know, the sales that are being built. Is that roughly true? Yes, we have a general library of tapes. We can do some custom tapes, but we generally stick to, I mean, it's a pretty big library. It's yeah, like yeah. 60 some uh, different tapes that we'll make. Uh, but then that allows us to uh, then go and use various types of tapes in in the final sale. Gotcha. So the final sale could use, you know, 10 plus what? types of really? tapes. Really? All at the same time? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. So these tapes kind of get put together. Um, so the, the threads come out of the machine. The, the ta- What I'm describing as tapes are, it's sort of like laying over as if you're laying over. The best description is probably wax paper, mm-hmm. you know, over these tapes. Mm-hmm. And then there's a refrigeration process, <laughs> I guess, or a curing process. Yeah. So we use uh, some big old beer coolers um, <laughs> to basically slow it down. That helps us with uh, basically creating um, the amount of material needed for production and to keep it in before it goes bad, because having it in the cooler allows it to slow down the curing process oh, so that we okay. can kind of keep some around uh, to utilize later on. So as you're kind of building them. Yeah. Okay. So someone comes in and says, okay, I want this sale. So what happens mm-hmm. after the tapes? So, uh, basically each sale is custom. Mm-hmm. So, uh, we get, uh, the design team, they work with the salesman, uh, who knows the type of boat, the application they're looking for, uh, the weight that they're looking for. Cruising all those or things. racing. Yeah. Yeah. Price um, range. Yeah, yeah exactly. Okay. All those things. Cool. The designer then makes an absolute custom build sale um, utilizing these tapes that we're talking about. That gets then transferred to us. We make the tapes that are needed for it. The design goes straight into those tape heads, which lays them out. And I that would, the tape head is the robot thing I was talking yeah, about. Yeah. I would describe it like a 3D printer for sales. That is so cool. This thing is so, it's so big. Yeah. And how many of those do you guys have? Uh, is it seven? Seven? Mm-hmm. So we only saw two, I think, when we went. That's really cool. <laughs> so um, does the, so this tape head robot thing. Mm-hmm. So it looks kind of like, yeah, it looks like a huge printer because it rolls yeah. back and forth mm-hmm. over. It's connected to some software program or? Yeah, yeah. Is it like a CAD design or something? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a general, again, it's kind of similar to some 3D printing uh, softwares. Cool. So it lays it all out and Mm -hmm. it does its thing. How long does it take to do that? Uh, That can vary a lot on thickness, uh, size, a bunch of different things. But generally, we can make a panel, what is it, probably in an hour or so. What? Which a panel is probably only part of a sale. Okay. So All right. Then, so it's not the full sale. Yeah. Yeah. So a full sale would take what, like a week? Um, no full sale with all seven, like we have multiple tape heads, so we could be working on multiple panels at a time. Uh, full sale could probably be done in a few days. Oh, okay. That's, that's actually fast, yeah. faster than I thought. Mm. So, um, once this is all laid out, then I think uh, they were describing what happens next. You have to take it off and like let it rest, 
Right. Yes. So then that's the rest of the curing process. So it, it does take a while. So we uh, what I call consolidate it on the mold, and that's what gives it its shape mm-hmm. uh, in the actual air uh, airfoil shape that you're looking for. But then it goes onto the curing floor and uh, is allowed to cure for the appropriate amount of time. And then it moves on to the finishing process. Okay. So what's that? So the finishing process, that's where they uh, cut the luff lines, cut, uh, uh, do all the webbing for the tack and the clue and, um, yeah, the, uh, so make it like, look like a sail. It's an actual sail, mm-hmm. not just like a piece of material at that yes. point. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. And just back to the hydraulic, how, like what, what, what variation is that? I mean, not every sail is as deep or as shallow, obviously, because yeah, yeah. there's all different sails, but mm-hmm. I'm just curious, like. How big is that? Yeah, yeah. So uh, the different molds uh, have different limitations in in how deep they can make Mm -hmm. uh, the curve. Uh, Downwind sails, of course, kind of have a much deeper camber Mm -hmm. than upwind sails. Yeah, I mean, it's it's so amazing to see these sails in action because they just look so beautiful Mm -hmm. and perfect. So hopefully Stefan can keep them uh, trimmed that way. He's over Mm -hmm. there giggling. He's so excited about the sales. <laughs> so, um, well, that's so great. So um, you're over there testing away and coming up with <laughs> new ideas and helping us. And it's so great because we really appreciate everything you guys do. And I know yeah. there's a big team over there and we're excited to have our sales um, come out. And so um, the coolest thing, though, is, yeah, you, you get to live up here in Tahoe and yeah. um, chill out in the mountains and Best of both other worlds. things. Yeah, it's <laughs> awesome. And it's been so great to get to know you. And we're excited to come back and, and see you in action. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Thanks for your time. Well, thank you for having me. Okay, cool. <laughs> thank you for listening. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, like, or share with another Covert Castaway. Fair winds for now. Oh, <laughs> oh,